everybody. Welcome to the Francast. We are back with another look at our favorite show, The Nanny. We have three more episodes we're going to talk about from season two. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Larry's here. Hello. And Colleen is here. Hi. How are you guys doing? Good. Still trucking. <laughs> as good as can be expected right now, right? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, good. These are some pretty funny uh, episodes, some pretty weird episodes, I would say, uh, from uh, season two. And so, yeah, let's dive in. Let's talk about the strike. And so basically in this episode, uh, Mr. Sheffield is putting on a musical version of Norma Ray, <laughs> the Sally Field film, uh, which is all about unions and uh, he wants fran to cross the picket line of the uh of the uh theater where the play is being staged uh it's a busboy picket line and fran won't do it and that's where we get the conflict and so uh, larry what was your overall thoughts about this one so I thought this one was okay. wasn't my favorite. Um, it was an interesting, I guess, overall concept. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking at, especially in today's day and age, looking at you know art and business, if you will, and their reflection on their product and like what they say versus what they do um but again the show doesn't really delve too far into that they kind of let that part of it go in favor of like you know a more lighthearted kind of romancy type of thing um i mean it was okay mm-hmm. what do you think colleen i thought it was okay i didn't love the conflict as much as i liked some of the smaller funny bits that were kind of the side story like some of the stuff with brighton and things like that i enjoyed a little bit more than the main conflict but it was a decent one mm-hmm. yeah i actually i don't know i think it's pretty funny i i think that uh the whole sally jesse Raphael thing is is obviously getting pretty ridiculous but it's still had some laughs to me and it definitely was a bit of nostalgia thinking about altos shows and i feel like i mean i guess we still have some of them like maury's has his show still never uh, ending yeah never wow. ending maury povich but uh you know like oprah's gone uh and there was even a stedman joke <laughs> but i feel like that's such a 90s thing is those kinds of talk shows ricky yeah. lake and and uh donahue and sally jesse Raphael and all of that uh, is something that's because people just don't watch network uh network daytime very much i don't think anymore i mean i think ellen is still really popular yeah kelly Kelly clarkson but that's not the same kind of show that they're not they're not the trashy kind of show no there was there was uh jerry springer was sort of the ultimate extreme in that regard i mean i never watched i would never have been allowed to watch any of these shows but i certainly knew about them yeah and uh and you know knew they were popular and everything but now it's it's more like you have reality tv and you have um i don't know we have 24-hour news and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so i don't think there's the same uh need for daytime talk but you're right like stuff like ellen that's a little more gentle i feel like than these yeah shows. and it's it's more celebrity focused it's and uh yeah human yeah. human real life human stories occasionally you get regular people that tell their story that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. it's heart more heartwarming if i need like my trash tv i watch my housewives so. yeah <laughs> yeah that's right yeah i think you're right there uh the yeah reality tv is kind of the sub <laughs> them for it i i if i am needing to just relax on something that's of no like real value i'll watch chopped on food there you go i love chopped i love it that's like my replacement for something that's just it's just on if that makes sense i agree yeah yeah put on chopped or 
Guy Fieri looking ridiculous. Oh like, gosh. that's what I'll watch. <laughs> I can't I watch Guy House Fieri. Hunters. He's so ridiculous, but nevertheless, <laughs> that's what I watch. Um, but uh, yeah, there was finally, was there kitchen, uh, what was it called? Um, not kitchen. Uh, they had one where it was, t- uh, it was, um, Oh my gosh, my brain. There was one where they got them to do such ridiculous things. They were like standing on one foot. like Oh, the using sabotage a, one. Yeah, and it was just like, okay, I'm done. Oh, That's too much. I'm not watching yeah, this show Alton anymore. <laughs> yeah, Alton Brown. I, and, uh, I, I used to just kind of bop in for like Cupcake Wars or like the, yeah. ho- the holiday <laughs> challenges and stuff. Those are, those are my Cupcake things Wars. that I'll pop in for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to watch Chopped more, but I haven't. I love Chopped. I just watched it the other night. I'm like waiting with anxiety of when they run out of previously recorded episodes of Chopped. Right. Oh my gosh. How the heck do you? I mean, I would be really nervous as as a judge, like eating food prepared. Like (laughs) I don't know. Like they're sweating and they're you know like how do you even do the show? Yeah, I don't know how you do it. I mean, they did the guy at home thing. I don't know if you saw any of those, but they brought the ingredients. Mm -hmm. They mailed the ingredients to him and he cooked the stuff himself. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. But but I'm just like, how do you do chopped? I don't think you do. And then I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna be so sad when they take that pioneer woman, don't you? When COVID takes chopped for me, that will be a tough day. (laughs) Tell you right now. But, but, uh, but yeah, no, the, I have been so impressed with the pioneer woman. Like her kids are, are killing it yeah, with that. Good. Like they're doing such a good job. I think, I think actually it's a better show. Like it's a little bit more, <laughs> I really do. I, I do. better than her generally, her, her actual production team. <laughs> I do. I like production. Like it, it kind of, it. it, 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 to me, it's and we're going totally off topic here but to me it 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 helms back to like old school like even somebody like julia child that you'd see kind of mess up and when the the you know the egg wouldn't turn out the way she'd like it like it feels more grounded she'll like spill stuff and she'll Mm -hmm. mess up and and i like that i think that that is fun and i've been really I've been impressed. I'm like, give them the Emmy. They earn (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Anyway, that's a tangent, but the strike. The first thing that, I mean, we're kind of getting into fashion early, but you can't help it because it's a a big part. The, the, The striped dress that she wears at the beginning, she's trying on. I feel like that is such an iconic look of the nanny. That's one that if you were going to do like 25 times when the aunt, when the nanny was looking fabulous, yeah. that this would be one of them. That dress is mm-hmm. is a stunner. Would, yeah, do you I think agree? I really wish she had just worn it like actually no. to the premiere. I think it's, it's, so weird. it's really weird that it was there for a joke, like only for the joke of like she couldn't yeah. really sit down in it. And then it was like, why are you practicing to sit down? Then <laughs> you don't even wear it. Yeah, that was weird. I I had forgotten about that part of it that she yeah. didn't actually wear it to the premiere. Yeah, I think it was a really it was a really pretty dress though, especially oh. if you had paired it with like a nice shawl that oh. went with it. It would have it would have been beautiful. But. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, very few women can pull off horizontal stripes, but oh yeah, Fran can. <laughs> but like her sliding onto the chair, like to me, was so funny. Like that was yeah. the funniest yeah. part of that yeah. part. Like keep the joke, just then put her back in the dress right. <laughs> later I for mean, the premiere. Yeah, because it was yeah. a downer from there. It went downhill. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. The other dress didn't compare. Like, it wasn't a horrible dress to me. Um, yeah. The shawl was a bit much. The gloves were a bit much. But, um, you know, I don't know. It was like, well, this isn't nearly as good as the one you tried on at home, though. <laughs> right. I yeah, agree. I did laugh really hard at Brighton wanting to go to the mall because that was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny because when I was right around his age, that was the greatest desire of my heart was to go to the mall alone. Yes. And my mother, yeah, and my mother was like, "Absolutely not! You cannot go to the mall alone. I'm not going <laughs> to the mall alone." And I was so mad at her. And I actually, this is the most hilarious thing. Uh, a few years ago we were looking through all my old junk and we found this assignment that I had turned in it was like uh write a persuasive essay or whatever and <laughs> I had written this whole essay about how my parents were so overprotective and they would let me go to the mall and they would let my brother do anything that he wants <laughs> oh my gosh it was hilarious. My mom is so overprotective. She doesn't let me do anything. I'm sure that my teacher was like, what? But uh, yeah, if you want to, uh, uh, I gave it to my mom for Mother's Day. I was like, thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> it's hilarious. Did she laugh? Yeah, she laughed so hard. Yeah, it's like a persuasion. The fact that I actually turned it in for homework makes me <laughs> die laughing and I was like the best kid ever because I think that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> that's funny oh see i was allowed to go to the mall with my friends probably around starting in seventh grade but yeah. the problem was getting a ride to the mall like my yeah. mom my mom didn't work and a lot of the other moms did but like i didn't want my mom to be around my friends a lot because yeah. i was at that age where like my mother was a little embarrassing to me you know yeah. and she just said i'm sorry that's that she knew I felt that way yeah. um but I didn't want her to always drive where she couldn't drive for whatever reason couldn't drive me there yeah so that was our biggest dilemma getting there and it's so ironic <laughs> because now and I mean I wouldn't now because I I want to get out of the house for anything but for the most part I hate going to the mall like <laughs> the only reason I go to the mall now is because if I have to get someone from Hot Topic for like a video Ooh. or something I'll go to the mall, but I hate going to the mall. <laughs> and uh, because now when you go to the mall, it's just like you get continuously accosted by salesmen trying to sell you stuff. That is the, the worst. Yes, they're the worst. Yeah, the yeah. kiosks are horrible. Like you can't just walk through the mall no. you, you without someone trying to sell you perfume or cell phones. It's just like, ah, oh, leave me alone. And you don't even need to walk into the stores like Bath and Body and Lush. Like it yeah. smells all the way into the middle of the mall and it's like right. nauseating. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like I would way rather go to like a big box store personally, like go to a Target or, you know, a place like that, than go to the mall. And uh, anyway, most of my, my, most of my shopping I do online these days, which works well for quarantine, but um but but anyway yeah i wanted to go to the mall with every <laughs> it was a social event and then yeah. when they got the and then when the food court arrived I oh. mean, that was just like the mecca it was like the biggest thing <laughs> that ever yeah. hit. well and i've told you guys when i was in eighth grade i uh i had the chance to work for a movie in a movie theater over Thanksgiving and I was so angry at my mother because she insisted I go to my Aunt Chris's for Thanksgiving oh. and I had to go and I wasn't able to get my dream job over <laughs> here. Yeah. So mad at her. Uh, so yeah, it was great being my mother for a couple of years there. It was really a, a wonderful situation. But uh, but yeah, so I really since your teachers and everybody else in the school knew what she did to you too. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, they they basically him uh, it was a bright him and his friends pay uh, a, a an attractive uh, older guy named Peter to pretend to be their driver, but it's not their driver. They pay him twenty bucks. And France, he's right into their plan. So. And he worked at the Gap. 
Yeah. And it, <laughs> Which it was, was so cliche. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and he, he was pretty funny because, because Mr. Chef was like, you won't be able to go to the play as punishment. <laughs> Oh yeah. Rain's like, oh darn. Oh no, you really do deserve it. Right? By the way, really quick, why what he mentioned there was no they mentioned there was no intermission. How oh does a play never have die. an intermission? I would Especially over three hours. Yeah, oh, I, I was like, awful. that's horrible. That's what I love. Just Niles being like the three hours and fifteen minute runtime just flew by. It felt like three hours and ten. Yeah. But oh my gosh, the intermission thing. I know. I was like, oh, I would just die, I think. I don't even know. That's real. Mr. Sheffield, stop. I did love a little gag. Uh, that CC comes, you'll never guess what happened. Now says, a mess. you got a message on your answer machine? Boy, that made me laugh. We also got that. Uh, uh, France says, My mother had three rules never make contact with the public toilet, never ever cross a picket line, and never use musk oil at the zoo. I'm not sure. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Three rules. Uh, I liked Uh, when Maggie came down and showed an outfit, and she's like, No, that makes you look cheap and tawdry. Go put it back in my closet. Right. That was a really cute dress, but yeah, it was too old for Maggie. <laughs> well, it was funny because she's rarely worn anything like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've talked about it in the past. That she's usually very covered. Yeah. Yeah. It was cute. It would be so cute on Fran. I would love to see her in that dress because she has yeah. had stuff like that, but it did not fit Maggie. She was too young. Oh, too young for that. And then we had Niles with that weird like cleaning solution, but when he was like a non dirt just slides right off, and then CC yeah. slides off the couch. That was like, so voila. funny. And then Fran was just like, "Oh, I guess it's five o'clock somewhere." As CC's just like sitting on the floor. <laughs> How about them putting the ad? Maxwell Sheffield and CC Boob. Cock. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, a yeah. I also thought it was a cute little interchange between uh, between Fran and Maxwell when when Brighton's trying to play both of them, and she says, "When the kids say Fran says no, that's like the big robot saying danger, Will Robertson." <laughs> that, was yeah. funny. that was funny, and also she's like. Children are like a brassiere, and he's like, I just have to know why. <laughs> it's like I they don't want to celebrate. <laughs> that was really funny. And so she uh, ends up going with Mr. Sheffield on uh, on the uh, oh, Sally Jesse Raphael show. Oh. Then, and uh, she says, Sally Jesse says, isn't it ironic you're producing a pro-union play when you are dragging an employee across a picket line? And I did think it was super cute when Mr. Sheffield says, it was an important night for me, so it was important for me to have you there. I'm like, oh, I guess it was just, it was a little, it was a little much for me. I think that's why I was less about it. Um, I was just like, why would he like physically grab her and like try to pull her into this building when clearly there are cameras and this is like a social event, Mr. Sheffield. I think you yeah. are just as much at fault on this whole thing as Fran, if not more, uh-huh. because why did you ever think to grab your nanny and try to pull her into the building across yeah. the line? That's ridiculous. I did like when he put his face in the magazine or, or in this newspaper where she had cut out. The <laughs> yeah. um, but, and then I, and then on that whole ending part, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is too much for me. This is like Sally Jessica. <laughs> Their little like, cutesy exchange was too much for me. Um, but <laughs> I did like Sally Jesse, like being like, uh, please just scoot over Miss Boopcock. <laughs> to get her she looked super cute though i liked that little weird outfit it was kind of weird but i i was into it with the little red ascot Mm -hmm. Uh yeah uh yeah i don't know it was it was over the top definitely no doubt about it i don't know what do you think uh colleen that whole thing sally jesse i thought it was funny i i 
frankly forgot about her. Like I forgot about really? most of that era of I knew obviously I've seen her and everything. I knew she was. That's not it. I just forgotten about that whole era. You don't think yeah. of her whenever you see those type of glasses. Not really, no. And no. when I think of those kinds of shows, I think of Springer. He's the one that comes to mind. Oh, I always think Ricky yeah. Lake is the first one that springs to my mind. Oh, but, yeah. um, no, I definitely. Uh, well, was it? I. You know what's funny is I think of um, uh, the uh, um, what's the Sandra Bullock movie? Hope. Um, Hope floats. Hope floats. Hope floats. I think of Hope floats when I think of those those uh, oh. kind of talk shows because you know it all starts that whole movie starts with the yeah. finding out about her I also popular. loved Fran's like jab back and, like, and Ted Kennedy's nose is just sun damaged uh, <laughs> yeah. that was another line they really did I'm, they did there's so many references um, throughout these episodes of course about the Trumps like the Trumps are just yes. like a staple in the nanny that I guess yes. I kind of forgot how often they are referenced in the they nanny. really are that Gracie it's was like, playing oh with Ivanka <laughs> I was just like wow the Trumps are everywhere in the show <laughs> really would that even make sense age-wise I, I was thinking know. about that that uh I feel I like old she is like 37 ish 38 somewhere yeah. in that range yeah. Ivanka yeah, maybe. Because uh, this That's was what, almost 20 years ago. Almost 30 years maybe. ago. Maybe. Yeah, who would have no. ever thought? So yeah, Madeline <laughs> Zima is 34. Okay, and, just a little younger, but not too much. Okay. And Ivanka Trump is 38. Yeah. yeah okay. Not too, not too Close bad. enough that it, it's not outrageous that they use yeah. right. But uh, yeah, who would have ever thought back then? So the uh, the fashion for this episode, like we talked about, the colored striped, sparkly Todd Oldman uh, dress uh, that she starts out with, and then uh, and then uh, Maggie wears her turquoise blue cocktail dress with spaghetti straps. Uh, that's a cheap tawdry, a cheap tawdry <laughs> put it back in my closet. <laughs> Um, and then you see her with black pants, black turtleneck, red sweater that had like this fringe on it. Yeah, it was the like sweater. a clumped fringe, like nice. what you see at the end of a, a rug that yeah, like clumpy <laughs> yes. fringe. Like one of those um, uh, it braided like rugs. Kind of, it looked like kind of one of those like tied blankets, you know, <laughs> that, that are tied the fringe. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was different. Um, and she wore a lot of red lipstick in this episode, too. I noticed that. Uh, and then she wears this yellow, orange, and green dress. Uh, it was kind of ombre-ish sort mm -hmm. of dress. With was it. that a velvet? Was that velvet? Yeah, it looked like it could have been. It might have been, It was a yeah. little hard to or tell. Like, yeah. And then this had this yellow scarf and these black gloves. And I we think we all agree that this should have worn the striped look. Yeah. I actually wish yes. it was maybe a little bit more vibrant of a yellow. Maybe that's what it was. It was kind of yeah, mustardy. Was, and I was, was like, yeah, I didn't love it. Like it it oh it wasn't bad, but it just wasn't quite there. And I was like, eh, yeah. maybe if, if she had ditched those red or those black gloves, because they were just in such big contrast too. It was like you're wearing mm -hmm. all this yellow and then you have these black gloves yeah. that were like you know elbow length and i was like oh she's she seems to very much be in that vein of like elbow length gloves if i'm going to a formal event but uh <laughs> yeah which i, I mean agree. I, yeah it would have been better if they'd been like silver that would have looked better yeah mm -hmm. and if that if that yellow had just been a little bit like lighter a little bit fresher mm -hmm. than that like mustardy because with especially with that long because the scarf was so dramatic right. um it was so much of that yellow I agree. Uh, then she yep. was in the purple robe with the white flowers, and and that was a whole funny scene when she's like, uh, "Mr. Sheffield, he's always good with the. He always you can always get him with the crying." And then <laughs> and, and that whole scene was funny. I thought that was good. And uh, and then she has on a white skirt with a black and white vertical stripes jacket with gold buttons and a red it had kind of a red scarf that was tied into a bow. Um, and then her the red lipstick, and I liked that whole and a red look. little bag. Yeah, that was yeah, cute. that was yeah. cute. Yeah, that, that was the one. Yeah, she wore to the show, and I was like, oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so how many points would you give this episode, Larry? I was going with a six. Okay, and Colleen. 
I'm going to go with a seven. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go agree with you. Go with a seven. I thought it had some pretty, it was pretty funny for me. Like it's just that fake marriage dynamic sometimes gets to me. Oh, that was yeah. heavy. That was heavy <laughs> in this one. Uh, with yeah. the kids, with the with Sally Jesse. I was like, uh-huh. oh, it's heavy here. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so our next up is called I've Got a Secret. And in this one, Mr. Sheffield brings home a celebrity a friend or whatever that uh, has had plastic surgery has the wraps over over her face and uh she uh makes it that's a secret of who who she is and so fran is just getting obsessive trying to figure out who it is we find out supposedly that it's share <laughs> um, and uh and so yeah that's basically this uh and of course then once fran knows the secret she's terrible at keeping the secret and uh so what did you think overall of this one larry i thought this one was pretty fun uh it's a lot of hijinks and shenanigans going on got another i love lucy direct reference in this one uh, <laughs> but yeah i mean it was it was also a little bit crazy and over the top but i thought it was fun overall mm-hmm. did you agree coin yes it was a little the word that comes to mind is kooky but it worked you know it was enough funny in it that it, it was quite funny and the ending was was funny too i mean the whole there was just funny <laughs> stuff throughout but one thing i like i get the i got the joke obviously that's about being promiscuous and all the whole joke about they i bet they were doing they were bouncing more than quarters on those sheets i was like what does that mean i does well, anybody sh- bounce it's like i mean so the do that they bounce quarters on sheets what is that what? i think it's just that it's so tight like you've you've tucked that sheet so tight that with you could bounce a quarter like it's kind of it'll yeah, spring back there's up other <laughs> connotations yeah like but obviously i knew what the joke was implying but yeah, i was like but i think that's the idea that that it is it's like yeah if, if you if you know how to make a bed you can you can tuck those sheets so tight that you could bounce a quarter <laughs> i think that's what uh, that all originated from <laughs> yeah so <laughs> uh what did you think of this one colleen i yeah it was pretty good i mean that reference is funny you say that that is not what i think of <laughs> i think it sounds like a little more i won't that's not not for this podcast okay but <laughs> i just loved but, her going in there speaking of dirty jokes and when Cher sucks on her finger oh my god yeah that was oh, a honey. Dirty joke. oh honey what were you worried about your looks for was <laughs> <laughs> she gonna get her finger out of her mouth i mean it was just obviously a ridiculous visual but also i was like whoa <laughs> that joke yeah that, oh, i yeah. have that written I, down <laughs> I'm just happy it was Cher. Like they chose Cher because I just I, I love Cher. I don't know. And also, you have to know. I think it's it's obviously a great celebrity to do because Cher has been very forthright about her plastic surgery. You know, she's right. not she she's not care. one of those. She, her, and Joan Rivers were like two of the people who were like, oh please, like <laughs> of course, like I get work done. Come on. Uh, so you yeah. have to pick someone like that, not somebody who's like speculated and you know might get offended. Plus, you know, Cher's a tough cookie. We all know this. Her whole career, she's you know, <laughs> she can oh, take a yeah. joke, and she's you know, she's down with that kind of poking fun so mm-hmm. yeah and of course when you get the the joke about the male the female impersonator the gays love share and yeah. there are a whole <laughs> slew of drag queens who have made a career <laughs> off of imitating share so yeah plus yeah. i feel like share was kind of not sort of cool in the 90s you know like she had a resurgence and uh and you know there's even the joke on in, in clueless that uh, i was named after former celebrities who now do infomercials <laughs> she had that big research, like around 2000 with that song yeah as i say it was like the late 90s yeah. that she came like blazing back some hits where she wore that really provocative video where she wore that crazy outfit the black that mm-hmm. the impersonator was trying to wear trying to impersonate oh yeah <laughs> I mean, but I don't I, know what that was. Maybe early 90s? 
yeah. I don't know when that was. Because I love Cher. I mean, I, I yeah. Moonstruck is one of my favorite movies. I absolutely love Moonstruck. So, uh, so I, I'm a this big was fan definitely of her there. Before her having the big comeback that yeah. she had in the late 90s. Where, yeah, where I feel like she had, I don't know, like, I don't know when Mermaids came out. I don't know when those movies that came out that she had been in some random movies. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I don't know when that was. I did love the callback, though, to Rita Moreno, as we discussed. Yeah. She was a, a cameo, a guest star on season one. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Was yeah, fun. that was fun. That was fun. And <clears throat> you have uh, Brighton getting a parrot, which was, <laughs> I thought, was a funny little side thing. Uh, <laughs> and yes. and Niles is like, did you him to say all these things about CC? Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. embezzling money. <laughs> I also so liked. I also liked when Al said, "Get back, you yes. journalistic spawns of Satan." That was my favorite line. I had that one starred and written down. I thought it was really funny. Yeah, but sir, you always firm but never rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, Val Val comes over and uh, <laughs> the and and she finally figures it out when when Fran says it's a you know bad neighborhood full of gypsies tramps and thieves. And I was like oh, and then she she ends up telling well they think that it was Val's fault. Val tells her priest, which I don't know why I always assumed that Val was Jewish like Fran. Me too. Yeah, I, I'd forgotten that she was different. Yeah, I guess yeah. I don't. Uh, the, I think this is the first illusion, yeah, yeah, to her not being because yeah, I mean they make them so similar in culture, but that's more from where they grew up. But yeah. it, it kind of makes you just kind of clump her in. It's like, oh yeah, she's Jewish too, and no, right. not she's Catholic. But I do love that Fran knows more about the religion than Val, where she's just like, how many times do I have to tell you if he's not wearing the collar, it doesn't count. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the uh and then we find out about Fran's cousin Ira and uh yeah and so they bring him and uh and and he dresses like Cher in drag basically and it's pretty funny and they have a they did you make a fat joke about him because he comes out uh because Fran touts him as like the best uh, Cher impersonator ever and you know goes on this whole like tangent about i don't know how Cher got famous and he didn't but it's all about who you know um and Mm -hmm. and the big reveal because it's her big plan to sneak Cher out by distracting them with her cousin ira and he comes out and obviously you know he had the face down i the face i thought was a decent makeup work (laughs) but uh, clearly he was not Cher. And Mr. Sheffield says, like, uh, where did he pass for Cher at SeaWorld? Uh, so there was, like, that type of joke thrown <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, and she says, the press loved Cousin Ira. He was riveting, especially the part where his leotard failed. Yeah. He made me think of Divine from the original Hairspray. Yeah, I can see that. And I that's did what look, I thought of, yeah. I did look out of curiosity, and that was the only role that guy ever had. So I don't oh. know. Really- if he real, I believe he actually is Fran's cousin. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. don't have any proof of that, but it was his only role. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I thought I also really liked at the beginning. I don't know the pizza bit with Fran, mm-hmm. where she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm only having one piece too," and she stacks two on top of each other, and she tells Maggie, "No, no, it's not two when you eat them like this." Yeah, um, that was funny. Or she's bit. like, "And not only do you get extra cheese, you also get a beverage and oh, like pours the grease oh. out of the box into a glass." <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That, I don't know why, that, that moment has always like stuck with me in my head. Like I always remember, I didn't, I, I often lose track of like where I got it from, but the like, <laughs> this place also comes with a beverage and pouring the Greek into a glass, yeah. but. <laughs> well, and so the bird, uh, the bird owner comes and, uh, <laughs> he was it turns out he was the one that told about share and uh he said you promised not to tell about my girlfriend in trump tower i guess that makes us square and (laughs) so yeah so another 
another Trump Tower. It was a, 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 a obviously. I have to say, part of this is so weird to me. Why is like, why are places that men are like sweaty and naked just hanging out with each other like uh-huh. they're gossip places? It just freaks me out. Like I don't know. <laughs> We're talking about like the sauna and like you know yeah. all of those the locker yeah. room talk. You know all of You're that. I'm the wrong like, person. I, I know. No idea. <laughs> I know. It just is so weird to me. I'm like women. Women get the rap about just gossiping in general, but I'm like, well, at least their gossip takes place like clothed at like. Uh, you know, a bar or a coffee shop or over lunch. Like men, they're like times when they supposedly gossip has always been depicted as like locker rooms or sauna rooms. I'm like, oof, this is weird. Yeah, yeah, it is. I don't understand Man, it. Either. Who knows? I've the, the most that women might do is get a pedicure where we're getting our feet done. We don't get massages together. At least I don't with friends or anything I mean, like I guess that. that sometimes on a regular basis. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, the whole sauna room thing in this episode, I was weird. just like, oh, this is strange to me, but okay. Yeah, very weird. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so in this, uh, she had on, she started out with a vertical black and white striped skirt with mm-hmm. red turtleneck, black top, black nylons. And I actually liked this. I, I like these uh, vertical and I like how she's playing with stripes this season a lot. It must have been a thing yeah. in 1994, 95. <laughs> There's a lot of yeah, stripes, but I like it. You have to be very skinny to pull it off, but she does. Um, and then she had this red mini skirt with like, uh, the only way I could think to describe it was sort of tags at the bottom. And then it had yeah. these black buttons Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she had a black turtleneck, a black and white kind of gingham jacket with these leather buckles, red buck- buckles. Yeah. Um, and I liked that outfit a lot as well. I thought it was really cute. Mm-hmm. I didn't love those weird tags at the bottom of the skirt, but um, mm-hmm. I really liked that jacket. I loved those little yeah. lamps, actually. I thought it was, overall, it looked really good. Yeah. But I think this is the second skirt she's had with that kind of like tag type of bottom uh-huh. yeah recently that she wore it wasn't this exact skirt but i don't know i was like hmm, that's a, a different fashion thing that i don't remember but overall i i agree i actually yeah. like the look overall too and then she was she, she was in a uh, a red tart kind of like tartan plaid dress that had a like a halter spaghetti strap halter over around her neck mm-hmm. on top and uh that was cute i liked that uh that and then she had black turtleneck of course (laughs) (laughs) with that and then she had another plaid but it was like a black and white and red plaid mini skirt with a it had like a scalloped edge on the bottom i like that one you know what one of those patterns almost reminded me i, I went to catholic grade school it reminded me a little bit of my school you know yeah one of them did <laughs> there were yeah. multiple plaids in there um no. and it had a, she had a leather black vest and these uh and then a white long sleeve black i mean a long sleeve white turtleneck yeah. and black now there was a there was a lot of black and red uh, yeah this uh-huh. There was a lot then. of plaid in this episode. Yeah. There were like three different kinds of sort of very Plaids, black and black, white and white red. And red. Yeah, that was like the theme until this final outfit she wore. But yeah. I love plaid. I think plaid skirts for the right body are adorable. Yeah. It can be really cute. I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so it makes sense because uh, if you think about ni- this this episode came out in 1995 which is when clueless came out and you had all those oh yeah short mini skirts that with the uh, plaids and the and the other things like that uh and she had then she had a yellow silk shirt uh with a black vest that had like little copper rivets all end up and down uh mm-hmm. it in three rows down the front and then brown and yellow polka dot skirt black nylons for that look so a lot of fashion in that episode so out of 10 which what would you give this one larry uh, i think i would go like 7.5 on this one i laughed quite a bit what about you Colleen? um that sounds i guess that's good yeah seven and a half is good that's a good score 
I think I'll give it a seven. I think I liked it about the same as the previous episode. How did you um, feel about like the share reveal? Because I know sometimes you have a problem with Fran being a little dumb, Rachel. Oh yeah, like um, the woman yelling I, share yeah. at her like that. Oh, wasn't that? Um, oh right, yeah, that was pretty dumb. That really was. <laughs> but it was with the voice of... and her just share. I was just like, <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> yeah it's true it's true uh so then we had kindervelt days and this is definitely my favorite of the three uh because it had a little bit of romance in here i knew i I have to say i thought of you me too that ending all i could think was rachel has to be loving this i had a a huge grin on my face Well, I'm glad we were correct. Both of us thought of you immediately. (laughs) And this episode, I think, is actually pretty iconic. I'm pretty sure that this, uh, along with the um, Romeo and Juliet kiss, I'm pretty sure that that's in the montage after when they get engaged on the engagement episode. And uh, they play the Bee Gees and they have this montage of like their, their best moments together or whatever. And I'm pretty sure that this dance in this scene in this episode is in there so it was pretty iconic and so it's so cute i mean come on you guys uh you have fran that is uh, has a camp reunion and judy silver silverman is always comparing and always trying to be better than fran and so she decides that she's going to ask mr sheffield to take her to the reunion but surprise, she ends up getting a date with Erica Strada. <laughs> and, was Erica Strada ever a thing for either of you? Uh, no, I was too oh. young. He was oh, okay. Yeah. But he was, he I was will, before your time. <laughs> well, I was very young when Chips was on. But I will say, probably in the last five years, maybe, I don't remember the exact time, I saw him come out of a, of a barber shop here where I live, like oh. three miles away. <laughs> Really? I just saw him. I was parked. It was I was a shopping plaza, and I was at a bank getting money out of the ATM. And I walked back to my car, and I saw him come out. And I'm like, better Castrata. Like I had to stare and look. And like, yeah, there was this. I wonder if, like, I, I I kind of wonder if they should have just made him a different character, just made him some random whatever movie star. Mm-hmm. That way, they I I kind of wonder if he was like, you can't say that I'm going on a date with this woman when I have wife and kids, you know? So then they had to yeah. be like, oh, he was, oh. he was just doing it for PR. Uh, he's out at Beauty and the Beast or whatever <laughs> with his wife and kids. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so basically she gets really excited to go on the date with Eric Strada and he shows up in his Harley and all the, all the times that Mr. Sheffield was super jealous. I was, I was into that. That was so cute. When and they were watching old episodes of Chips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, I used to drive my Harley. He's like, it was a moped. It was. <laughs> it had a basket on the front. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh so... my gosh, over Maggie. <laughs> Where they're like, oh my gosh, they've shown his rear end more times than they've shown his co-star's face. And Maggie was like, that's how I would have directed it too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was good. I like that. And uh, um, Cece is trying to get smoking in this episode as well. And so Niles is driving her crazy. <laughs> Giving her all the food he can. So yeah. <laughs> uh, the, uh, she had a, I thought that Fran had a funny line when she says, the only Isabel I know is Isabel Stanford, and if Brighton is fantasizing about Wheezy, this problem is bigger than both of us. Yes. That made me laugh. Oh my gosh. Well, she's like talking about how, um, what was her and not arch nemesis's name in this one? Um, uh, Ju- Judy Silverman. Yeah, how Judy Silverman was always threatened by her, and Maggie was like, "Oh yeah, she was jealous." And Fran was like, "Well, yeah, that." And I actually threatened her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought that was a good line. I also liked that they 
they i mean it was a stupid joke but i i thought it was funny they ripped the uh, magazine in half and they're like oh burt reynolds and they're like well that's oh. more than lonnie got <laughs> right and was just like oh my gosh this naked guy <laughs> i remember i don't remember that picture no and i don't know if it was a real one but yeah. i remember hearing stories about burt reynolds being a really big sex symbol and i never understood it <laughs> i i like it whenever i i think it's usually pretty funny when cc and fran end up having like a little back and forth a little interchange and you get that here and she's sitting on john malkovich <laughs> picture because i don't hear him complaining that, oh gosh, that i just funny. like when mr sheffield like yelled in cc's face to just go and smoke already because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> she was driving him crazy <laughs> yeah because she's like doing these ticks these nervous ticks yeah and it I is was like oh man it is i don't know if either of you oh my smoked, gosh but... sorry and then it just reminded me of the follow-up that i loved is her being maxwell I have the patch on my arm. If I light up a cigarette, my arm will fall off. And, and Niles pulls, whips out a lighter and holds it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I also, I thought it was funny that uh, she has her hair up super big. And, and Sylvia's like, I think it's subdued. I'd go up an inch or two. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And I love her and her mom trying to say all of these spanish words or all of this yeah. so when she greets him with eric estrada and fran is like this is my mother from frito lay because uh, <laughs> when she's like buenos nachos <laughs> well, that was a ridiculous joke but i thought it was really funny yeah <laughs> but yeah it's i mean i i have never smoked but i've helped on my mission i tried to help people to quit smoking and it was so hard yeah. Ooh, it was brutal and uh so poor Cece. <laughs> how did you like her. how did you like her flat helmet hair yeah i mean they really build it up that oh my gosh what has happened to her hair and <laughs> it looked good actually mm -hmm. i was gonna good. say i liked it <laughs> i did too she was like traumatized <laughs> <laughs> if madonna can wear cones on her boobs i can keep this helmet on well and it was such a good moment though when she's all alone and oh no and and then there's mr sheffield there and uh it was i don't know totally love it it was great <laughs> and she says i'll never forget that you did this for me tonight so cute love it. <laughs> it was cute the green twee making yeah. him look tabby right but <laughs> the green that tree. woman's date was was not was somebody she paid or whatever that she oh, yeah. his cat or fed his cat that was funny too <laughs> yeah that when she finds out that when he finds out that uh mr sheffield is is mr sheffield and he is like, that's how i met kent <laughs> yes <laughs> but i you know i just love them dancing to two different worlds i mean come on that is so good and and then you hear her uh uh you hear her dress rip and that's kind of the end uh, <laughs> uh the uh yeah the, the one interesting thing there's a little continuity error that normally i don't notice things like this but i did notice it here she's wearing this pink leather suit mm -hmm. uh this matching ensemble i guess you'd say uh with a pink belt but all of a sudden in the middle of the scene it changes to a zebra belt and i was like and then it changes back to a pink belt and i was like what is happening and i because i think only reason i noticed yeah. it is because i'm paying attention to fashion for this mm -hmm. podcast and uh, but then in the final scene there's a scene with her and val trying on the zebra belts like looking through a bunch of belts and i was like oh, okay obviously that got cut and was a scene and so but they didn't reshoot yeah the scene so it was sort of a anyway they don't have that many con at least that i noticed continuity errors but that was a really obvious one uh in the <laughs> beginning uh with this pink suit 
um but uh but yeah and then she had on a striped striped sweater she's worn before mm-hmm. um sweater with that but i really liked that little jean mini skirt that she was wearing because mm-hmm. i feel like she usually wears that sweater with jeans yeah it was like a little jean mini skirt with uh and then there was those platform shoes <laughs> that was kind of funny <laughs> Um, and then she wears jeans and or- the orange shirt, black vest, and uh, and then it had uh, orange dots. Purple. Wasn't there, were those roses? Was like it flowers? Because I, I think there were like stems coming off of them. Oh, when really? Because I got just like a orange close dots. look. I, I I wrote down flowers, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, I was like, oh, I think okay. they were flowers. Well, from afar, they obviously kind of just look like little dots. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we get like one close-up thing oh, of her, okay. and I was like, oh, I see the stem. Yeah, and so then at the reunion, she's wearing this black dress with the, uh, and it didn't look that tight to me. The dress. And also, the fabric no. did not seem like an easily like. A yeah. terrible fabric, you like know. It felt it, like it'll, yeah, it'll stretch with you yeah. if you move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was a weird joke in that dress. I agree. I maybe <laughs> if she had done it in episode ten, um, in that striped dress, but then they would have been like, "No, you're not ripping our dress." <laughs> oh yeah, you're not rip- ripping the toddled um, fancy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's a black dress with uh, cutouts on the shoulder, mm-hmm. um, that had like a a, a sparkly turtleneck of diamonds and then uh i mean the of, cuffs of uh of jewels and then yeah and then cuffs and uh and then black nylons and uh, I liked yeah it. so i really like great in that black dress yeah it was cute yeah she really did and yeah and i don't know i just love the romance i'm sorry i like it <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> You um, never need to apologize for romance. <laughs> uh, I would give this one an 8.5. I think it's pretty funny and love the character growth and the romance and all that. But uh, Colleen, what about you? Um, I'd say, I, I thought, I'd say 7.5. I thought it was kind of equal to the other mm-hmm. one. I like the romantic part, but yeah. one thing I thought... I was waiting for her to say somehow to bring up her Saturday Night Fever because she was talking about disco. Wasn't she in Saturday Night Fever? Yes, she was. You're right. She, yeah, they should have written that in. She yeah. kind of made like a little comment about it. Not that that like took points away, but like yeah. I, was, I just thought of that. I'm like, that would have been funny. About this. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been but funny. I say seven. I say 7.5. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with a 7.5 as well. All right. Okay, good. All right, great. Well, we did it. Uh, and uh, so let us know if you're listening what you thought of these three episodes. Are they favorites of yours? And what do you think of the fashion that we saw and some of these iconic looks this week? We'd love to hear your thoughts. And make sure you're following us at Frankcast14 on Twitter. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. It really helps us a lot. We want to get the word out about the podcast, especially after we changed from hallmarkies podcast we want to get people to know about this one and uh also make sure you are following the hallmarkies podcast because we've got a lot of fun stuff coming up so definitely check that out and uh larry where can people find you yeah you can find me on instagram twitter as well as youtube all at lc screen talk great and colleen you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lily44094. And also the Francast Instagram is Francast1993. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rod Tomatoes. So make sure to check that out. And we'll talk to you all later uh, next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.